So when the electricity is on, the whole building is lit up properly. Yes, because they left it on before they left, and we could we did not let them turn the lights off. Oh, you're joking! So, Literally, <laughs> I'm the room. <laughs> the electricity is off. There it goes. Perfect. That is priceless. <laughs> that is just priceless. Oh my god! <laughs> now, now I want to show you. You will not see anything. It's so dark, you cannot imagine. I'm gonna do the tour again. Look, look who's coming from, from far away. <laughs> it's Milham. Hello. Like a zombie coming out of the dark. Good to see you. Shifat, Roni, Shifat. Look, 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 look. Roni. Oh my God. How did you do that, Milham? Guys, good to see you. I, I'm here. Hey, Najat. Okay, so hopefully this time it doesn't uh, disconnect. At so, least it's better. Is it better? Okay, good. So sorry I had to interrupt. Um, I appreciate that there's effort being made to bridging this divide. And I think it's a it's an obvious gap mm -hmm. in terms of making differences within Parliament. Um, let 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 me take the conversation to the bigger story, which is this this big move that was made after the last election attempt for a president. It's more or less hours following everything that happened to the Port Blast victims and the mm -hmm. protests that were happening on the streets. William Noon's arrest, his release. And finally, on Thursday, that big momentum where both of you, joined by other MPs, decided to sleep in Parliament and, and protest that way. Happens that today, Tare Bitar is back at his work, mm -hmm. which is an important step. Um, yeah. Important. And if you don't mind, let's dissect this a bit. A bit. Um, I sense that the last 15 months or so, since Tare Bitar's work, work was, was hampered and stalled and suspended. I can't imagine him being able to do much more. Even though prosecutions were issued, even though certain names, there are people that have been released, I can't imagine anything that has changed in the last 15 months to allow him to complete his mission. And I say this as someone who does not see a local investigation possible at achieving justice. You may not agree with this. You may see the local endeavor as absolute. I don't see it happening. I sense an international, international request, at least, by the Lebanese state is mandatory. And that also requires parliamentary push. There has to be a sizable number of MPs willing to do this. Am I right in the way that I'm describing it? Meaning that his return is symbolic too, but it may not be a practical move in terms of achieving justice. Milham, maybe I can ask you first and then go to Najat. I think you need to ask Milham because he's the one who's, who's well, handling trying one to be polite, yes. The <laughs> case of the victims and I think he, he and his colleagues are have a lot to do with this. So I leave it to Milham. <laughs> It's very important what uh, 
Tariq Bitar uh, did today. It's amazing to come back and all the, how to say, the legal procedure uh, make a block, block the system, okay? And we push as a lawyer with many legal studies to give him an exit. And mm -hmm. he, he take it. And when you see this brave, he is a hero. He is a fantastic person who make this decision. Because he push maximum the, the law and he apply the good procedure. And now you will see it's like a nurse quake in system. It's like an earthquake in the system. And you will see. Now, he is, I think he is in dangerous area. Uh, and he, he is perseverant to do what he thinks. It's good to make a justice. This is a hero. And what you will see is in the uh, the low level, you make many uh, breakthroughs. Breakthroughs. Yeah. First point, he come back, and he put in a smart way three. Uh, how to say three steps, steps. Mm, mm. was. Uh, issued prosecutions, yeah. Mm -hmm. On many people. The second step, he gave liberty to, uh, to many, many, okay? And the third is, he make a calendar to the audience. Now, if they want to liberate the, dead, the prisoners, they should admit the prosecutors on the first level. Mm. And it's a smart approach. If they refuse to liberate these prisoners, okay, they, we come back to the first step and we will stop all the investigation again. I think now, if anybody wants to block the system, he will be responsible. He make the good approach and make the good step. He push the system. It's a nurse quakes in the system. I, I agree, Milham. I agree with... We'll see how, how will uh, the, the, uh, the judge and all the politicians will uh, react. I share this belief that things, when possible, should remain local. And I appreciate how you're emphasizing that this man is a hero 
I fully agree. And the fact that he's willing to be courageous is in itself an accomplishment. And the truth is, I, this is my understanding, is that he wants to do his job. So good for him and good for us supporting him. But I also see that local investigations, with whether it's Tarabitar or anyone, they will hit the same wall. And I'm curious, at this stage, now that it's two and a half years since the blast, at this stage, given where we are, given the, par the paralyzing politics we're living through, whether it's yourselves in parliament doing the right thing, which is wanting a president, or whether it's politics as we understand it in this country, it's all paralyzed. And I sense justice is paralyzed too. And Tarek Bittar will not be able to accomplish his mission. Do you share that bleak assessment, in other words, that an international request is still necessary, whether it's working alongside Tarabitar or, in fact, replacing him because he's shackled? I, I fear, I fear what happened to him 15 months ago is where we are, meaning he goes in the right direction and his work gets stalled. And the truth is, He's been away from his work for so long that now the excitement is that he's back in his office. The standards have really gone down. So is there anything from that that you can take and say an international request is still necessary? Or are you firmly believing in the local process? I believe, I believe in the local uh, process. And is the only way to save the, uh, how to say, the justice if not, we will not be able to build any more our future. This is the cornerstone. And I think what he uh, did today, it's unbelievable. Because it's the first time who, uh, who break the, 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 the wall. Huh? He break the wall. And you know, you have to know also, if we uh, go to the international level, mm. you know, after 10 years, what is the results with the uh, tribunal of Hariri? The thing and that we're not getting, which is a verdict. And we found out all the information of what led to his assassination and all the attempted and successful ones in 2004 and 2005, an investigation that was protected abroad, a verdict that was defended abroad, and the Lebanese that were killed along the way trying to defend justice. It's the most important accomplishment in Lebanon's judicial history in modern times, and it should not be dismissed. I sense, ya Milham, I sense that the had there been a potential to do a local investigation into Rafi Hadidi and other assassinations, all of them would, would have been paralyzed the way Tarabitar has been paralyzed. And I really no, but, think... But it's yeah. the first time who can, uh, we, we, uh, he is uh, come back. Why we, we don't want to give him this, uh, how to say, this uh, credit? Mm. It's very... But I, I, am, I agree with you to say mm. our mentality or our political mentality in French I have the words in English I don't have the words you know I'm a little bit uh, 
French. حجرب أدنى فيني بس let's see what what happens. Request the help of of Najat. Un crime impuni est un crime récompensé. So a crime that is just if justice is not served, that means you have you have you have give a compensation. No, it's not compensation. No, not okay. So a crime that is not caught and 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 penalized is a crime glorified. Yes, right. I understand what you are saying. And deeply, I know what's your feeling about this. But if you, Yanni, if you want to stay in this level, will never, never, never come back to the normal situation in a democracy and in how to say rule of state. So I think right. tonight, tonight it's a celebration for the comeback of guitar, which is extremely important. But it's also a recognition of all the efforts of the of the lawyers who handled the case and who have been diligently working nonstop on 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 the Beirut blast case uh, without any compensation, just because they uh, in the in the in in reforming the system and in the importance of justice to be served in this country, I, I share the the uh, the joy and that Tari Bitar is not at home. He's doing his job. This is an accomplishment in itself. Um, I, I do not share the sentiment that a local investigation is possible, and I, I really think that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sit. Oh, sorry, disconnected. So, um, wait and see. Wait and see. I think that's uh, that's what we've been doing. And let's let's move on from the port blast, if you don't mind. Let's go back to really what's at stake right now with with your protest, with your sit-in, uh, this symbolic move to get a president in Baghdad. Not a protest. Uh, you're right. I'm sorry. You're doing your job. You are you are MPs doing your job, and actually. To be quite fair, with or without coordination, there should be more people with you. I sense that that is really what's missing, is that it doesn't matter how this was done, whether it was done quickly or perhaps a bit uh, uncoordinated, doesn't matter. There should be more people with you tonight. It was very well coordinated, coordinated and were very well planned. But from the start, we understood that this is a very, very difficult decision. And we agreed to take it on our own and invite whoever can handle it. It was not something that we wanted to impose on anyone, considering and knowing very well how difficult it is. That's fair. The fact is, you two are in Parliament right now as well. All the more power to both of you. Um, let's talk, if, you, if, if possible, uh, about really the, the likelihood of there being any unified, uh, unified candidate between the change block and the opposition block, whether or not this is on the horizon. 
I know that in recent, uh, recent election attempts, the names have been shifting, but there was a sort of a, a bridge that was overcome in that some people from change did join the opposition in voting for Michel Amawad. That happened. Uh, it didn't happen to everyone in change, in the change block, but it happened to some. And then there are other names that are being floated regularly. Can you see a situation where 65 MPs from change and opposition do hold hands together and say they have one name that they want to vote for? Is that even a remote possibility that change and opposition can actually do this together? Every other political decision, all the other differences that are there and they're real are set aside and Babda becomes the priority. I, I fear, I fear that it's going to happen the other way, that the consensus candidate will be voted in by some in the change block and that you'll have a subpar choice in Babda. I see that happening. So you tell me if I'm wrong and please elaborate as much as you can. Najat, I'll start with you. I don't think the goal is to have a president named by the changed MP. Mm. That's not the goal. Mm. The goal to change MPs is to honor this institution and to honor mm. and to start by respecting the law and applying the law. And I, I feel when I'm sitting here that I'm holding on to the book of the Constitution and protecting it. This is how I feel. Mm. I feel like I hold it very tight and start telling people this is the law. Those are our bylaws. And there we need to start by starting to respect our public places, our parliament. Right. And our parliament cannot be a second choice. It cannot to be the second choice. Our own gain has to come after our public job, mm. not before. So our first choice should be to apply the law and to respect the parliament. And our second choice comes where, what's in it for us. So let's, let's maybe I can ask both of you this question in terms of what a success looks like in the short term and what perhaps failure could look like. And let me hypothesize here. Success to me would be that MPs do their job the way you're demanding. A president is voted in, case closed. The institution works. Whether or not the candidate is to everyone's liking or not, that becomes secondary. And I assume that is the pressing goal that you entered parliament with, to make institutions function. That's the success story. And the potential for failure could be that the bridges that we talk about are not there. They crumble. Um, the sit-in, sorry, not sit-in, what you're doing now, sleeping in parliament, eventually just stops. And we end up where we were a week ago. That it's almost like the, this, this last attempt did not work. So, and I think probably something in the middle will emerge. But do you share that kind of approach, meaning that you have that goal intact? No, you don't. Okay, so tell me again, Najat, why, why I'm seeing it wrong. <laughs> because when we discussed it, Milham and I, we knew we're going into a 
strong battle. And we're in it. Okay? And it's going to be a long haul. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. We're not saying it's going to be a promenade. It's going to be tough. And that's why we didn't invite people because we knew it's mm. going to be. Mm. And mm. we let people choose if they want to join or not. Mm. But no, we're not here to just go back to business as usual this well that's a that's a great uh that's a great position to take and i hope i hope that this does not diminish and i i sense that the 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 fallout could be severe it's it's one thing i think to stand firm on line 29 for example and it doesn't happen that's fine this i think could backfire severely so i really hope i hope at the end of the day what you've set out to do in parliament does happen um i i'd like to, to float an idea and i mean we talk about this sometimes in private um i don't see any reason anymore to see really a difference or sorry to equate everything all the time i really sense that there's a moment now to work with parties that you can work with and oppose parties you share nothing in common with and to me i know the word has been chastised i know many in the change block i understand this phrase march 14 has become so unappealing it's cursed at all the time let's just for a moment think about the coalition forming of march 14 not the politics that emerged later but the idea that you had a majority coalition and government for all the reasons that it failed as well i sense there's a lost opportunity here that this could happen already and it doesn't happen there's still this inability to overcome that difference and i maybe it's a case of not wanting to disappoint voters perhaps i'm not sure anymore but i see 65 as a number that's achievable it's a slim majority but it matters and yet politics is still stalled so what is preventing this from happening coalitions are important alliances are important but a majority alliance is a government i think the hypothesis is wrong okay it's <laughs> regularly wrong tonight please tell me why nazat <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, uh because the opposition uh is not 65 uh, opposition and change uh, and uh, sorry the two the two merging yeah. as an alliance i go into the get into the number game i want to say that the parliament is more fragmented than we think uh that's first but second and most importantly is that in order for us to elect a president we need to think differently if we were to build a country and we cannot think about one part party gaining the other party if we were to build a country in a, if we were to equal country that has nothing left to 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 divide and to to share between us i think that mentality the, the way we have to think about it has to change 
And that's why I'm saying the hypothesis by which we are coming into this request for the people to come together. Not necessarily come together as a tawafuq mm. to to president, but at least find a common denominator for the intention or, or put the intention of electing a president as one good intention for this government, for this country to start building itself up. Is, is very important. Let's say that's true. And Milham, maybe I can pick your brain on this. That, that to me, sounds like a consensus candidate, period. Mm. And, and I'm, I, I don't want to be too pessimistic right now and, and assuming that's, I don't know if you share that feeling, but that to me is where that, that language heads to in, in this country's politics. It's just another consensus candidate. I, I don't know. I can't see it any other way. Look, if you want to talk about consensus uh, candidate, it's not only to be like uh, no uh, he, no color, no uh, identity is uh, like uh, something uh, light uh, uh, president. I think we have to uh, to have some person who can talk with all the parties. And it's important. This is the, the power of this person who can make uh, this link. He should be the bridge between all the parties. You know, the actually we have a polarization. This polarization couldn't make any any future for us, and this polarization push us as a, how to say a suicide a suicide suicide suicide. Uh, situation. For this reason, when we talk about a, a person or a candidate who is consensus, uh, mm. it's not uh, how to say if, uh, a weakness person. We don't think about some is uh, a marionette. It's not true. We want some pe some person who can make a good job to be the focal point for these parties who fight each other. This is the, the real choice. And for us, we want this person who can be the, how to say, a good governor and a good mediator. We need this person who is the good mediator and I think we don't have all the time to describe this person like a weakness uh, person and like uh, is uh, like uh, you know the uh, is like a, a ghost uh, <laughs> people will see him and nobody will 
will feel uh, his presence. No, we have to think about somebody who can talk with all the party. We need uh, a good mediator. I think this is my idea. Let me let the let me be a bit... mm, sorry. Yes, take an initiative. Should make an uh, takes uh, many initiative because the situation actually the situation is blocked and nobody wants to talk with the the others. It's not the way. Let me be devil's advocate. Allow me to push as much as I can, given given everything you're going through. And I know I'm taking I'm taking advantage of your of your generosity anyway. So I know I'm doing. Let, let me push back. Five minutes, right? Five minutes. We will we'll close in five. We can actually wrap it up with this topic, since this is really what's happening at the moment. This is the main issue that brought you into Parliament. Okay. I disagree with the premise. I don't buy into this stuff. I think we all talk to each other all the time. And if polariz polarization exists in this country, it's because there is a candidate that is consensus-driven, mostly on Hezbollah's terms, and there's another candidate that's less consensus-driven, less hostile towards Hezbollah. And in that choice, if the choice is drawn there, in my mind, I don't think of placating or appeasing Hezbollah as a priority. What I hear, what I hear is the less confrontational, the better in Ba'abda. And I don't know if that's true. I think that may be more in trying to get someone quicker and see an urgency, but finding someone to fill the void rather than the principled candidate that I sense could unite change and opposition together, at least with Ba'abda. Talking, just for the sake of talking among communities and parties and whatever, this is Lebanon's existential cause. We talk to each other all the time. At the end of the day, there is a candidate that's more problematic, and there's a candidate that is less problematic. And in that choice, I think the choice is fairly straightforward. So, so why is there a tendency to take this extra step back and be extra cautious when it comes to Ba'abda? I know, I know not everyone in change feels this way too. I know there's a variation of opinions, but that is the bulk of, of change. I, Ronnie, it's very, very important what you're saying. The first thing we need to say, we need to, uh, to understand, is that the reason that we cannot as afford to have vacancy in Babda, we cannot say that between a president who's pro-Hezbollah, a president who's not pro-Hezbollah, I'd rather wait. Let me say, I'm not saying that we have to choose either or, but I'm saying waiting on the vacancy of the president is detrimental. Because with the vacancy in the presidency, we have a caretaker government that cannot mm -hmm. meet, and we have mm -hmm. a, par a parliament that is in a state of open session to elect a president that cannot do any legislative function. So with that, all three big upper administration or upper institutions are uh, in a state of stalling, right? They cannot do anything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that, what, it, what, what it means is that if we were to buy, you know, formula milk or medicine 
or have to buy fuel or anything, we need a we need a government. So if those three big institutions are not working, that means nothing, nothing we can do to improve or to help or to just get things to 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 work in this well, government, right? So that's the problem. The problem is we need a president so that we can form a cabinet and that we can we can have the parliament work and start making legislation so that's why we're here we're here because we want to provide people with their with their basic rights we need we need medicine for people who are diabetic who are cancer you know we need we need everything we really need everything and for that we need a president and we need a government and we need and we need uh, a parliament Paula is just has just joined uh, us where are you and she has hi hi oh hi how are you Keep good it. Paula <laughs> oh, she brought your she brought clothes <laughs> guys escorted by police who, who have been really Good nice girl. to us yeah, on the first nice. floor yeah. and and we, Hola, we miss you i missed you so much guys <laughs> so invited uh, i walked in here she walked so, she walked all all yeah, from, from, from her okay room. well join us in the dark and 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 <laughs> no i i was say some i keep it paula Very well, then. <laughs> Hi, Ronnie, and uh, uh, thank you so much. I crashed <laughs> your interview. I, I like that you brought Tupac with you for the for the show. So good, uh, good choice in clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paula. <laughs> uh, Najat, I want to say thank you for for first Sorry. of all for your. firm belief in what you do i know that we don't see eye to eye on everything but the principles you hold they're shared and i think a lot of people and we both know this this audience the podcast audience was very sympathetic not just to your election your election but also to your cause so i think maybe the the emphasis at the end of the day is really whether or not institutions can work given the paralysis we live in and at the end of the day i don't know if milham's still there Yep. I sense and this is my firm belief you may not share it if Wafit Safa wants to stop this investigation again he will and if he doesn't it means Tarbitar is not doing as much as he can do I think that's a reality we live in <laughs> at the same time at the same time I appreciate that there's still this push for a local investigation even when I don't see one possible I appreciate that you're advancing this as to the fullest extent possible but i really think that this should be an international cause lebanon cannot handle this on its own i think that's been proven true for the last 15 months anyway if not longer impunity shouldn't be local politics anywhere in the world impunity should be something you know for it's, it's human rights yeah. especially when it's this magnitude and we saw how this investigation was stopped and milham if you may i will also i'll add one more thing our future this is the only this is our challenge for our future 
I'll add, one, I'll add one more thing and we can wrap it up. Uh, Milham, I want to say something. I think, I think if, if it's going to be uh, sort of pushed aside, at least, at least embrace what the special tribunal offered, which is a verdict. That is something Lebanon has not had in any other political crime. I think it's important. This is a political crime at the end of the day. It's political violence. So I think that should be, it should be at least, it shouldn't be tossed aside as something that was insignificant. It gave us an answer. And I think that's the first step. That's really the first step to accountability. It's having the truth in front of you. So you're very kind. Guys, I, I want to I say, yes. Tell you, I hear uh, your uh, idea, but I'm still convinced we, this is our challenge. This is our national challenge. If not, we will not build our future. This is the only way. I share your fear. I share your uh, your feeling. But, but also, I, I, I have to create hope in our state. If not, when you talk about uh, international justice, it's not, uh, it's not the way. It's not the way. The local justice should make its duty. If that were the case, Tarabitar would not have been suspended for 15 months. And we wouldn't wait, be so... We wouldn't wait be... And, yeah. Wait and... Why I, I will do that. You're right. I, I'm going to... We have to fight to this justice. This is an, an opportunity. We, don't, we, we will not lose this hope. You guys represent that aspiration, and I think you're doing it well. What you, what you stand for, we can always disagree on certain things, but I think the fact that you're trying your best is, is the most important thing that you've done. And you're, you haven't, uh, you haven't, you're still in Parliament, fifth night. I know it's cold. I know you take cold showers. I'm going to guess you both probably snore and drive each other crazy at night. You should have earplugs <laughs> to sleep comfortably. <laughs> I really thank you for giving me your time, Najat. Najat, thank you for reaching out today. And, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. I want to say something. Last time we saw each other, the port was burning, the silos were on fire, and now we're in a parliament without electricity late at night. I don't think things are going to get any better, guys. I think it's the next time we speak, it may not be possible. So. <laughs> Good luck. Best of luck to both of you, Paula, as well. Thank you. Report. <laughs> bye, bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Guys, thank you. Bye. Good night. Bye, bye. Bye. Hello. Hi.